Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Melina Lee Williams Haas. I deeply appreciate you listening and taking the time to hang out with me. I will be addressing issues of life, the universe, and everything that are often bogged down and mired in shame and grief, and talk about how they can be repackaged to be useful and gorgeous and fucking awesome for you. So, sit back and relax, or, you know what? Sit up and freak out. However, you prefer to listen. Let's go. Past few weeks have been wild as hell and overwhelmed by and overpowered with waiting. I'm not a very patient individual organically. I have to work on my patience. And for lots of things in life, being impatient actually can kind of be helpful. It might motivate you to work harder or it might enable you to push your way through stuff that is very difficult because you lack the patience to wait <laughs> for it to just quote unquote come to you, right? In this particular case, what I was waiting for were test results. And that is not something about which I have a great deal of fucking zen, okay? The reality is I'm 53 years old and as a middle-aged lady, there's going to be shit you have to deal with and breast exams are one of them. And I have what is known as breast dense tissue. Those who know, know. And what that basically means is they got to look extra, extra closely for things that might be problematic. And I've had a cyst in my right breast that has been problem, not has been not problematic, right? For a few years now. And when they look at it, they're like, well, you have dense breast tissue. Well, you have cystic breast tissue, et cetera, et cetera. And then when I went in for my last mammogram, they said, well, you know, we want to take a closer look at this. The cyst might be something we want to examine further. So I go for the mammogram and as well, the ultrasound. So you know how if you go in for a mammogram and they find something they want to look at, they'll do an ultrasound. I just get both of them done at the same time because they're like, you just need to have this happen. And so a couple months ago, I went in for my mammogram and ultrasound. It comes back and they say, well, you know, actually, we really do want to take a closer look at this one spot. And so we're going to call you back in for a biopsy. And I didn't panic because I said to myself, the likelihood is that it's benign. Statistically, it's probably benign. But rational thought doesn't help you at fucking all when it's 4 a.m. and it has now been four days since you were told that you should have the test results and still nothing is forthcoming. And so you just have to kind of wait. The place I went to, Lenox Hill Radiology, has a patient portal. And so you can go in there and see if your doctor has left any communication, if your stuff is back from the labs, etc., what is also hilarious is that they track every time you log in there, there's a little thing that comes up that says patient accessed portal. These motherfuckers must have gotten a laugh by the time they checked in after I was refreshing that fucking screen at least once an hour for three days straight because I wanted to know. And it was beyond an impatience. It was a soul level need for this information. When I finally did receive the information, it was benign. 
Fantastic. We're all excited. I read down the report and saw that it had been signed off on by the pathologist <clears throat> and reviewed by the submission, by the physician last Thursday. So that meant that all day Friday went by with no one doing the data entry so that I could have some relief over this last weekend. And so there were days where I was needlessly hitting refresh and waiting for this information that someone else had. Super frustrating, right? And yet I've been working on my patients. I've been working on trying to let go of the pieces of life of the universe of what's happening that I don't have any fucking control over. <sighs> but it's really fucking hard. And so that sort of overshadowed and overpowered what I really was looking forward to, which was talking to you today about the fact that I'm launching my new website for kinkdoula.com. So Welcome to kinkdoula.com as an experience, as a website, as a portal for information. And so I welcome you to come and check it out. And I very much encourage you to get on the mailing list. When you click on kinkdoula.com, you'll figure out how to get on the mailing list. The first thing that happens is that you immediately gain access to a free class that I've done online. And that's really terrific. I'm just going to say that it's terrific so that I can manifest feeling better about bragging on myself because I'm really bad at that. But I'm a good presenter. I'm a good teacher. I've been teaching since the age of 17. When I was a senior in high school, one of the things that our high school enabled us to do was something called the ICY, which was the intercollegiate year, because basically our school enabled us to graduate early. I put that in quotes. What that meant was by the time you were in 11th grade, you were qualified to enter any university. So you could take the early version of the SATs, you could get your test scores, and you would have actually college credit from our high school towards classes. And so what that meant for me, because I had been accepted to NYU undergrad for theater by the spring, I think, of my junior year in high school. So I was kind of coasting. But since I really loved teaching and I loved working with other folks in learning capacities, for my intercollegiate year project, I chose to be an assistant teacher. And I was teaching lit classes to seventh graders. The teacher who was my supervisor, I think eventually grew to not like me and and that became problematic later in the year, but that's a story for another day. But I so enjoyed and so loved walking into that classroom and talking about books with kids. I mean, I was a kid myself, so younger kids, I guess. <laughs> but I realized that my career as a teacher has been something that has existed and thrived since I was 17 years old. Now, other people in my life might tell you that, yes, I have been doing work that encompassed teaching other people even prior to that. But that was the first time that I did it consciously. And I did so love it. And when I entered the BDSM and kink and leather community, I started teaching and doing lectures within a year of becoming active in the real-time community, which is kind of unheard of. But the women who brought me in to do a module in a longer retreat weekend that they were doing for people who were involved in master-slave dynamics and specifically who were interested in slavery, consensual slavery – as a way to explore power dynamics and personal freedom and ethics and etiquette and all this really cool shit. What they said to me was, your point of view is really unique and really fascinating and really important. And it doesn't matter that you, quote unquote, only been doing this for a year. 
you had been thinking about it for many years before. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. It took me a year and a half to even start to do real time stuff. And so by the time I was a year into the real time scene, I had already a couple of years of homework that I had done to prepare myself for this new type of exploration. When I came upon and hit on the idea of kink doula as an identity within myself that I wanted to inhabit and present to the world, I didn't know what that process would look like. And one of the things I'm very blessed to be able to do is to work with Barbara Corellis in one of her training programs, which is entitled Urban Tantra. And it basically is a way for people who do, who are practitioners in any sort of discipline that deals with helping people. So everyone from sex workers to massage therapists to, you know, brain therapists to teachers and lecturers, professors, so many people can take this type of work and bring it into the mainstream life because anything, any learning, any life path that is devoid of being responsive to and acknowledging the myriad gorgeous diversity of human sexual experience is one doomed to fail. One of my dear heart people, Lady Speech Sankofa, who is a teacher and a mystic and an amazing human being, said to me that any movement that ignores the sexuality of humanity is doomed to fail right? Like, let's look at this. Let's look at how many political movements, how many religious structures focus on the suppression and control of sexuality. Let's look at the fact that talking even about consensual sadomasochism is so risky and so dangerous feeling for so many people that that adds to the fact that we are oppressing ourselves before any government even has the opportunity to do so. We have conveniently made ourselves smaller. And the idea of being a doula, a woman who serves, which is what the meaning of that word is, a doula is a woman who serves. Now, what capacity you're serving in might be different. Most people are aware now of birth doulas, and more people are aware now of death doulas, which, God, I need to hire one of them. But again, (laughs) story for another day. The idea of letting your own kink, your own dark aspect, your own fetish aspect, your own freaky desires be something that is not just tucked away and hidden for wank fantasies, but it's something that can be an intrinsic part of your life and actually be important and valid and honored, right? Like, this is what I want to tell people. This is what I want to share with people. This is how it needs to be. It needs to be that we are all honoring our darkness as well as our light. It needs to be that we are all indulging in our fantasies in ways that are healthy and beautiful. It needs to be that we are honoring who we are before we can fully develop into who we want to be. And I've already started to have a couple of sessions with folks at the very front end of of experimenting with what it feels like to provide this service to people. And it's a learning curve for me as well. I've had to learn how to set boundaries around my time, and that's a hard one 
if I offer people 15 minutes, it's very difficult for me to cut them off mid-sentence and say your 15 minutes are up. Or if someone contacts me for something that is outside the parameters of what I'm offering, it is, again, very difficult for me to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, we are not fucking talking about this, my friend. (laughs) But I'm learning, and it's such a joy to learn this because the more respect that I pay to myself and my boundaries, the more able I am to assist people in finding their own boundary points, negotiating those, negotiating through those when it's a good idea, and maintaining those boundaries firmly when it's not. And that includes shit with ourselves. And so I was so thrilled to be able to offer this as something that 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 folks could access from anywhere, right? Like technology gives us the ability to conduct sessions and to connect with people virtually. And that's really fantastic. And my hope was that maybe after getting this off the ground, after maybe doing a couple of smaller classes in various locales, I could maybe build up to doing a retreat or or larger workshop. And then the universe was convinced and actually, no, bitch, you're going to start doing this right the fuck now. So I'm extremely pleased to share that I can tell you that we are offering as kink doula. Is that the royal we? Am I just like we? But no, we're a team, right? I have my friend Elise, who has been so instrumental in helping me to birth this. And a newer member of the team, Jenna, who has stepped in when my web designer kind of vanished in the midst of finishing the website. And she stepped in and was invaluable in getting the site launched. And another friend of mine, DK Green, and he sort of was the impetus for getting through to having connections with folks in the UK. Because I was like, well, I'm going to be in in Europe. Let me see if I can get some gigs together, maybe do a class here or there. And so DK connected me with someone else. And then they were like, well, you know, I have a space. Like literally people are like, I have a barn. I have some lemonade. Let's do some perverted classes. (laughs) And so it went from hoping to maybe do a class to doing two full three-day retreats, a one-day immersion and two different classes in the UK in June and early July. And at first, I was very overwhelmed and unsure if this was the right idea, the right thing to do, because I didn't feel ready. But when are you ever ready? There's always a reason. There's always an excuse to say, I'm not ready. I need more time. I need more money. I need more prep. Fuck all of that. I don't need more time, money, and prep. I just need to be out there doing that shit. (laughs) So if you are in the UK or UK adjacent, or you're saying to yourself, fuck it, let me pull together the money and have a weekend overseas, I'd love to tell you a little bit about what I'm doing this summer. I will first be doing a lecture at the Nightingale Club in Birmingham on Sunday, June 18th. And then from June 20th to June 22nd in Inverness in Scotland, I'm going to be doing a three-day retreat called Rediscovering Your Kinky Self. And the re is in, in, in brackets. So it's like discovering slash rediscovering, right? And I'm super excited about that, mostly just because I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to be able to speak to people one-on-one, first of all, just about what it means to be kinky, what it means to have a sexuality that is outside the mainstream or outside of the norm, right? Like most people have a curiosity. 
about alternative sexuality that maybe they don't explore. And my hope is that folks who are curious, but maybe have been a little apprehensive or a little nervous, because what do you do? Just like fucking walk into a dungeon and start swinging a whip? No, there's rules and there's self-discovery that needs to happen, right? And so what we're going to do is take a couple days. Day one is going to be basically me talking about what kink and BDSM means, discovering how to give yourself permission to explore, getting your brain around the fact that you're a weirdo, a freak, and a pervert, and becoming okay with that. Day two is going to be a lot about the nuts and bolts of exploration. How do you get involved with your local community? How do you safely explore things online? How do you negotiate with yourself first and foremost? What are your needs? What are your wants? What are your desires? What the fuck is the difference between those three things. And so I will spend that second day talking about changing and shifting and exploring yourself and sitting with ideas and concepts that maybe seem difficult or weird or freaky to you, but really are actually just different aspects of yourself that maybe you have not had the opportunity to explore. And then so day three is going to be a lot about saying, okay, I've talked about myself. I've talked about the nuts and bolts. How do I put that together to create basically a plan for myself so that I can see where exploring is going to be comfortable for me, where it might be uncomfortable? Do I want to push into that uncomfortability and explore beyond those boundaries? And that's all, you know, what we're going to talk about in, in that retreat. And that's all like super, super fascinating to me. The second retreat, which is the 23rd through the 25th of June, also in Inverness, is called Rediscovering Power Exchange Dynamics. And that's, again, a three-day retreat. And that's going to be for couples who, or throuples, or however many there are in your little pod, if there's more than two of you. Um, the idea of wanting to dive deeper into master-slave dynamics, consensual power exchange dynamics, dominant and submissive dynamics. And so we're going to be talking about what the prime directive means, how to bring that into your life. I'll definitely be sharing a lot of my stories and my exploration because I feel like oftentimes people can learn a lot when they're just listening and not having to put themselves into the narrative, right? You can relax a little bit. Talking about, again, why do you think you're a dominant? Why do you think you're a submissive? Exploring and questioning those things, figuring out what labels you want to carry with you all the time or what labels are temporary that maybe go on for a scene or with a particular partner. And then that label comes off when you're dealing with a different partner. So all of these are going to be very juicy explorations and deep dives into those questions. The second day, we're going to be talking a lot about rituals, etiquette, protocol, what sort of benefit is there to being involved in the scene? What benefit is there to not being involved in a scene of saying, you know what? I want to learn these lessons. I want these explorations outside of the rules, limits, restrictions, and potential blowback from other folks. You don't necessarily need to be involved in the larger community. So we'll be talking about what that means for fuck for folks. Uh, and then the third day, we're going to be talking about the difficult things, Right. Being involved in a dominant submissive dynamic, a master-slave dynamic, does not, in fact, eliminate strife, conflict, and issues. It just means that they're going to possibly look a little bit different, right? And so that third day will definitely be talking about those issues and dealing with the rough stuff and talking about how to get through those things with our skins intact and without catching a charge, because, you know, that's not anything any of us really want to do, so... 
that's what that retreat is about. And I, I can't tell you how excited I am to be able to jump into these discussions with like-minded folks, with curious folks, with brand new folks, or with people who've been doing this for a long time, but maybe wish to reassess where they are, who've been feeling burned out, you know. I'm also doing a one-day immersive, immersive class that is Rediscover Your Path to Perversion. And basically what this is about is it's kind of like a 101, but for yourself. And so it's going to be a lot about the whys. Why do people want to explore BDSM? Why did I get into this? What the fuck was I thinking? And I will definitely be sharing my experience in the BDSM community, how it has really assisted me in getting shit in the rest of my life together um, we're going to be talking about self-assessment in leather and kink and BDSM, talking about whether or not power exchange is even viable for you. And if it isn't, other pathways you can take towards kink, because we need to understand that not everyone even needs to do dominance and submission. For some folks, the power is not part of it. It's the play. It's being tied up in rope that's exciting for them or getting a spanking is the exciting part. And it doesn't have to be about power. But you need to have the right tools in your toolbox to see and figure out when these issues come up and you need to work out those questions. How do you work through them? How do you talk yourself through them? So we're going to be hitting on that, talking about uh, whether or not your identity for someone who's just coming in, what does that mean? Am I a dominant? Am I a bottom? Am I a switch? Am I a sub? And for those who've been doing this for a long time, to grab a beginner's mindset off the shelf and look again. We are not static creatures. We shift and we change. It's what being a human is all about. So for those of you who've been doing this for a while, you could benefit from just taking a day and saying, wait a second, I consider myself to be a dominant, but am I also a dominant masochist? What does that look like? What does that mean? If someone was to say to you, well, you can't be a master and also like getting spanked, I say politely, go fuck yourself my friend. <laughs> you absolutely have the right to all of those things, right? We'll talk about negotiation first with yourself and then with potential partners. And most importantly, we're going to talk about embracing the darkest aspects of ourselves. Because until we do that, our pathway towards freedom in our sexuality is going to be blocked by self-judgment. It's so unusual for folks to be raised in homes where there is no judgment or no censorship or no <laughs> crushing of the will when it comes to expressing sexuality. Very rare to find people who don't have some point in their youth where they were told what they were doing was bad or wrong or weird or outside of the realm of what quote unquote normal people did. So many of us have hit upon that. And what I want to do is roll back to the time prior to those judgments and see who we are without them. And holy shit, I would just love to have people on those journeys. I'm also working on some classes in Vienna. And I will also be doing a class in London as part of the Bizarre Bazaar. All of this stuff is going to be fleshed out and detailed on my website. So I strongly encourage you to go to kinkdoula.com check out the events page. You can subscribe to my calendar. You can also most importantly get on the mailing list because Facebook is great for learning about this stuff. 
My podcast might be great for learning about this stuff, but the podcast is only once a week and sometimes it ain't even fucking that. (laughs) So I would strongly encourage you to go and do that. I'm not going to be sending out tons of bullshit emails. I will be sending it out when I have something to actually share. So if I'm doing a new class, if I'm adding something to the calendar, if I'm going to be teaching something online, that's what I'll be using the mailing list for to let people know about those things. If you are so excited about this and want to get on, the registration is even open. You can go through and find out how to register there. So grab a spot because space is limited. And if you're thinking, you know what, this is lovely, but I can't make it to the UK this summer. Well, let's talk about bringing me to where you are. I am very open to being booked by groups, smaller groups, larger groups, individuals to bring this work to where it's needed. So talk to me. Tell me what the fuck you want. I'm here for that. I'm so excited to be here for that. I'm like exceedingly thrilled to be here for that. Keep an eye out also on your favorite local podcast. And if there's a podcast that you think I'd be a good fit for to spread the word about joyful perversion, get in touch. Drop me a note. Let me know where you think might be a good place for me to be. And if you are interested in supporting us in our mission, I have a Patreon. Anything helps. You can give one-offs there. You can do a buy me a coffee. All of these things will be instrumental in assisting in getting the word out, in getting these podcasts out, in making sure that I'm able to serve you as effectively as possible, as joyfully as possible, as wonderfully as possible. For those of you who do kink and leather events, The Spouse Meister and I will be at International Ms. Leather this weekend, which is the weekend of, let's see, oh, 420, (laughs) the 420 weekend. So that's coming up immediately this weekend. And then the weekend of Labor Day, we will also be at the Northeast Master Slave Conference because we're going to be running for a leather title. And that's a whole episode in and of itself. So stay tuned for that little bit of excitement. Folks, I love you. I love to be in this exciting position of on the brink of this new portal opening for me and for you, for folks who are interested in diving deeper in doing more nuanced work with themselves and exploring their sexuality. I'm finally able to present to you a way to make that happen. And I am so fucking excited and so humbled and so proud to be here right now. So thank you because each and every person who took time out of their lives to listen to my podcast helped to give me the strength, the guts, the fucking wherewithal to to have the <laughs> the joy and the energy to say, you know what, I'm going to make this bigger. I'm going to take it bigger. I'm going to get it further. I'm going to get to more people. So thank you. To all of my patrons, I say thank you. To everyone who has clicked a like on anything I have posted on Facebook about trying to get this kink doula shit together, thank you. You guys, it's fucking actually happening. And it's incredible. And I am so filled with joy and light right now. Some of it, I think, is just because I don't fucking have cancer. (laughs) 
And having one of those, having a week of wondering if the rest of your life is about to take a different pivot to a different path is really humbling. But also to have that in conjunction with making this new enterprise happen, I don't think is a coincidence. I think it was very important for me to get to the point where that vulnerability was so strong that I was able to take a breath and push through it and push along with it and lean into it and say, yes, and I'm also creating this amazing new space, this wonderful new product, which is freedom. I'm selling sexual freedom. That's what I'm peddling on the interwebs today. That's all I want for you because I love you and I see you and... I want you to love and see yourself wholly, fully, forgivingly, lovingly, ecstatically. I want you to celebrate your demons and dance with them. And I am so very much looking forward to that dance with the folks who are going to be able to attend these events, with the folks who are going to be listening to the podcast. It's just such an exciting and amazing time. You've been listening to and all that are and in mo. And a beautiful so much intrinsic for spending your precious, precious so time with you. me today. My podcast is produced by thank Cody Crabb. Theme music by Georg Friedrich Haas, as performed by Marcus Weiss. And I look forward to spending time with you again really soon. Mm-hmm.